Just Say. Hello and welcome to Can I Just Say, a podcast about The Apprentice. My name's Gemma Flynn and I'm delighted to welcome you this week uh, to our brand new episode with my cherished friends and co-hosts. Uh, hello, Siobhan Ma, first and foremost. How are you doing, my friend? Hello, G. I'm good. I'd like to start a petition to rename this podcast. Can I just quickly say? <laughs> Avi got two of them in, in, in rapid fire in I the know. boardroom. Very quick. I was punching yeah. the air. And let me also introduce our other host today, the wonderful Stuart McPherson. How are you, Stu? Very well, Gemma. How are you both? Great. We've all got the sniffles a little bit. Yeah. We're gonna... Play well. <laughs> Man up like we're on a soldier motorbike. <laughs> get through, get through that fucking oh, pussy zip zap shite. A real man's electric <laughs> motorbike. How did you how did you find this week, guys? Highly entertaining. So good. Yeah, a lot of chuckles. They should do this every week. Uh, Just the marketing ones. Well, maybe, but yeah, marketing certainly, I think. It's good. It does get bring the lols, doesn't it? Yeah. There does tend to be someone who always steps up who's like, I've literally got a degree in this area. Don't worry, guys, I've got this Absolutely. covered. Yep. Our old friend Chekhov's <laughs> advertising degree. Absolutely nailed on. <laughs> He could have pointed his finger there and then. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Poor yeah, she had a bit of a hard time this week, didn't she? Oh, God. But we'll she get into it. She had a rough time, yeah. It was a real, like, fool's week this week, I think. <laughs> Clown <laughs> theme four. Week. Just being yeah. peppered throughout. Constantly. Shazia, I would exactly. say, maybe the most obvious firing of all time. Agree. Yeah. Yeah, although Avi I, could have been up for it, I thought. Oh. I did think maybe there was going to be a double stuff in this week, yeah. but you know. yeah. Avi tried everything in his arsenal to get fired this week, but it wasn't to be, sadly. <laughs> See you next week, Avi. <laughs> he was maybe saved by his jaunty work in the bucket hat, you know, which was <laughs> yes, delightful. <laughs> okay, well, should we get on to some kind of just news then? Yes. Yes, you've promised say, us something like... this week. Okay, lovely. Fat well, goose. Listen, so. Let first and foremost play theme. That's Absolutely. Play jingle. play jingle. Can I just news? Um, okay, so cherished <coughs> listener Patrick got in touch with me this week with a really interesting little bit of information that he has gotten via being some sort of media person behind the scenes or something like that. Wonderful. That's as much as I can say. So he sent me this email and it's a a behind the scenes sort of profit report of the successful apprentice winners so far. So basically I've got a table here with all of the apprentice winners in order of how much <laughs> money their businesses have made. Brilliant. Basically. Okay. Through the looking glass here. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely amazing until Thank you, Patrick. But yeah, so do you guys want to guess which of the previous winners has made the most money? Is this since they changed the format? Yes, it is true. It's like a pub quiz when it's like, actually, it was the European Cup they won, not the Champions League. It had a rebrand. <laughs> right, yeah. You know. Yeah, so season seven is the earliest up to season 16, maybe. So okay. yeah, there's no one from back in 1999 or whenever this thing, <laughs> 2004. Y2K. <laughs> Um, yeah, that is hard because obviously I can barely remember anything beyond like three people with cake businesses. <laughs> well, I don't think it's Alana featured on this table. You don't think it's Alana? Okay, no. Alana is the fourth most wow. successful. Alana Spencer go. with Ridiculously wow. Rich by Alana. She has netted assets of £494,000 with her. Ridiculously it's not rich. Ridiculously Kate. rich, is wow. it? It's rich. It's richer than me. <laughs> I'd swap bank accounts, but for a for a successful business. <laughs> I think she's she's referring to the richness of her case. Yeah, her no, case I, 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 I do get that. Yeah. <laughs> Exceedingly rich. <laughs> Sorry. It's barely worth inventing the two hundred and fifty grand or whatever it is you get. I'd just pocket that and leave. Yeah. All that aggro just to get another two hundred. <laughs> That'd be an amazing move, wouldn't it? <laughs> to just pocket it and you will thought that'd be great I'm trying to think of other people Siobhan can you remember any <laughs> my guess any names would maybe be Leah Totten well, the, the plastic surgeon 
Yeah, I was going to say Dr. Leah. How's she doing? Yes. Dr. Leah is our third most profitable with Dr. Leah Cosmetics Skin Clinics at £664,000 net assets. So she's mm-hmm. she has done quite well. But yeah, Alana with the cakes is right behind her. I'll just give you the, the top two. Number two is Tom Pellero. Oh, I was trying to remember. Yes. Yeah. I was trying to remember if he was investment or if he was a. I I thought he would have been before. Yeah. Because he had the curved, he had a curved nail, nail file, clippers right? or something, yeah. Oh, right. But then he maybe went on to make more inventions as well, didn't he? Mm. Well, he's made 1.37 million, basically. So he's doing well, but not as well as, but for my money, the most boring apprentice oh, winner. Oh, is ever. it the guy, the that Mark guy with his SEO, Clem Bonline? Clem, okay. <laughs> Klimbonlin is number five, okay? okay? Klimbonlin <laughs> is 470,000, Mark, right? Um, <laughs> but, um, is it Ricky Martin? What did he yes, win? Siobhan. Uh, yes. What was he, a windy cleaner or something? No, he Hyper did Hyper like, recruitment solutions. Yeah, recruitment. He has made 2.26 million Holy in his shit. stupid recruitment Yeah, what business, even so, is that, uh-huh. Ricky? He was a Ricky. former wrestler, wasn't he? He was a wrestler yeah. and then he became a recruitment guy. Good pull. Well, he, he'd Fair be play. wrestling in cash now. <laughs> cash. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically those are the top five. Uh, Ricky, Martin, Tom Pellero, Dr. Leah Totten, Alana Spencer and Mark Wright, Clayton Bonlein. And then Karina <laughs> Lepore from oh, yeah. Doe, mm-hmm. Artisan Bakers. She made 260000 Sarah, Sarah Lynn of Sweets in the City, 220,000. Here's our two that we probably remember. So Shan Gabadon, yep. Shan Marie Fashion, she made 130,000. And then Harpreet Harps. from last year. Of Shaganakshi has, Absolutely. She's only netted £2,600 so far from Oh So Yum. Mm. Which is that a loss? Is low. Yeah, <laughs> basically just two two grand. <laughs> I do feel like it's unfair to include her because it's been a year. Yeah, she's not had long, has you she? Know, I mean, what have we done in the last kind of, year? Exactly. Fuck all. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a haircut. That's it. Klimbon <laughs> <laughs> Lean, though. Great to see those words back back oh, again. Stunning. Back in the public yeah. consciousness. Absolutely. Wonderful stunning. intel. Thank you, Gemma. That and was, was great. it Patrick? Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Pat. Yeah, Patrick. Cheers, listener. Um, but yeah, so interesting. Lear- a lesson to learn from that is, I think rec- recruitment is big money, although dull. But yeah, yeah as is inventing. <laughs> I was say, most yeah. things. Yeah, if you can, if you can invent. Yeah. Speaking of dull, this isn't really news, but I have. I I did a little bit of like. Well, I ended up basically. I ended up in a cameo rabbit hole mm-hmm. the other day, and Ooh. I was like, I want to see King's who's birthday. on here. Well, I was looking on there to get him like a like twenty four pound WWE referee to see if he would <laughs> do, do a yeah, birthday message, but I was like, I'm curious to know what apprentice candidates are on here, um, and I found Nut Milk producer Camilla. <gasps> she has she's on there, but she has made zero cameos. Really? Nobody has oh. paid. Is for she her still on OnlyFans as well? I don't know, but she is a brunette now. <laughs> Really? That's, That's what I learned huge. from Cameo. Yeah, big, big news. Um, Is she still producing nut milk? <laughs> I don't know. What was it called? Milk Plus? Milk I thought Plus, she'd, yeah. she'd moved away from it. I remember an Instagram post that was like, we're winding down Milk Plus. I'm just going to do OnlyFans now. It's a shame. I give it away for free on Instagram anyway. I might as well monetize it. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. That's fair. The people who do the speech that's like, I'm only going to OnlyFans just for fun. Like, it's only for, for nice, tasteful photos of me on holidays. And it's also, not I'm winding down my business and I'm going to make a lot of money from this. <laughs> yeah, foot pics and so I on. mean, to be fair, the branding was horny as hell on The Apprentice. I don't know if you remember that. Right, it was wild. I wanted to talk about that actually because <laughs> she when, rides dirty. Um, yeah, when Marnie and I think it was actually Reese that said "sexy" is the operative word. I really was thinking about Santa's Choco seduction. <laughs> Sensational. Yeah, incredible. There's stuff. never been a sexier product. That was the so funny. There. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. I really hope the best is yet to come from this lot because I'm not disappointed, but I think there is there's levels of uh, insania that previous years have 
delve to that we've not really scratched the surface of yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think as they get more and more like desperate mm. is when we get to see all the really good stuff. I don't know if this lot have got three weeks of accidental shite, uh, like shit imagery <laughs> in them. Oh, like last yeah. year when it was week after week. Week after week of, poops. of shit jokes, yeah. <laughs> This yeah. week did come pretty close, though. I feel like it was getting to some of that sort of mania this week that I was really enjoying. Avi is like pure distilled accidental staff. I know, I was going like, to say, it's like so the closest much. we've ever got. I couldn't believe it. Just put him in the show, honestly. Just like He's ready again. Is it because of the peas, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Just, what was the one he said when he was like, just think about a, lo- a real logo in the world that you would see in real life. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. And it makes me like him as well. I'm like, I'm sort of buzzing to see Avi again, honestly, because he's just always to hear what he's going to say. He yeah. is a very poor candidate. <laughs> he's, he's really bad. He is I mean, low, we'll get into that. low rung apprentice candidate fodder. It's God bless something him. else. Yeah. Um, should we should we get should we climb on lane then? Let's we climb, climb on lane. <laughs> so four a.m. four a.m. start this week, um, and they had to meet at Imperial College London, which uh, Victoria was like, I think that's a dance college. We're gonna be dancing. We're gonna <laughs> Definitely be. a dance college. <laughs> I know. I know the name of a dance college when I hear one. An Imperial College London <laughs> certainly sounds like a dance academy to me. That was what the Empire was um, all about, wasn't it? I think it's like literally beside the Royal Albert Hall, that fucking mm. uni. Honestly, it's the the poshest place on air. Yeah. Siobhan, have you, do you know that place well from your not time well. in London? I mean, no, it was definitely <laughs> not. I didn't frequent it. I don't know if I've ever been, um, but I did know that it was not a dance academy. I always forget and yes. enjoy that Siobhan's our London co- correspondent and we throw anything about London to Siobhan because <laughs> she must have sampled <laughs> well, all of it in her time there. It was my haunting place, guys. So, you know, <laughs> excellent. Um, I really enjoyed when they were talking about how they had to go to the Imperial College London and Mark did a classic. <laughs> I never went to college. I went out into the world and got a job straight away to earn a few quid. Literally, Real, like, university of life, at school mate. of hard knocks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just when you thought that guy couldn't be more of an absolute cock. There he is. A mission statement at the beginning of the episode. He's so like, he's just got no banter whatsoever, right? I feel like it's really, it's quite rare on The Apprentice to see someone who's got, is devoid (laughs) of any kind of humour. Yeah. Yeah. And he's parroting all the old tropes as well, isn't he? In a way that is really dull. He's anti-book learning or whatever. He's in School of Hard Knocks. I hate him so much. And he was quite scorned as well. Do you remember in the beginning he tried to be the PM and everyone was like, well, absolutely not. I think we'll be looking to someone else. Yes, we all (laughs) don't like him very much either. What was his pitch for PM? Um, His company have all recently converted to electric cars. (laughs) (laughs) So fuck, mate. Yeah. I know. This is the thing. It's like even that bit isn't exciting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even that bit is fucking boring as fuck. I'd like, have been more inclined to vote for Zaheel because yeah. he runs a martial arts academy, Mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can't remember who got it on that one. Um, um, it like, was... Who, who, who's, it was, was Marnie. Marnie Swindles. Marnie Swindles. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she I'm seems into to her, be I someone like with a great deal of promise, but yeah. She still didn't do that well on the task, though, you know. You can only beat what's in front of you. This is the thing. (laughs) At the start, she said that she knows about design and artistic skills. Um, Hmm. And that didn't really come through, but we'll we'll get... I mean, I've got a lot to say about Font Watch this week. I'm sure. I've cleared my diary for Font Watch. Don't worry about that. (laughs) Font Watch is going to be huge. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Marnie Marnie was the team leader on that team, and then Brad, certified petrol yeah, head, dead name Bradley. Head. <laughs> he brought it up a few times that he was a petrol head. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Could not make that cleaner. He was so keen to get that across. 
Um, said he's a purist. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> what that, that means in terms of bicycles. I'm not sure. That he likes that he likes the proper petrol, I suppose. The smell of fuel, yeah. Yeah. Oh god. So immediately he had this big idea about it being called cafe mm-hmm. bikes that he really, really wanted to get across. Siobhan's got a head in her hands. Cafe bikes <laughs> or something. I think that's fair enough. But I'd, I'd never heard of this well, thing me neither. being a cafe. I'm not in the market to buy a bike. And he was the only person on both teams that was into bikes. So I'd say go with him, no? I agree, right. but I'm just like, have we not moved past the, like, capital E thing? You know, we've yes. done it. Wally, you know, we don't need <laughs> anymore. He's peaked at Wally for Siobhan. Done. Done. I'm done. You'll never beat the best, you know. I like, do agree. But I don't hate that. I as especially name. think with that name and how he wanted to target, as he was saying, Generation Z. Absolutely crazy decision, <laughs> in my opinion. Don't you think? How many Gen yeah. Z people do you know that have an electric motorbike? I mean, they must be so expensive, no? Exactly. Yeah. They don't have disposable they must income, be Gen Z. At least 10 grand, no? For one of them? Surely. Yeah. At least. Yeah, they should have targeted like just eat drivers and stuff like that because those are the guys That's who are flying around such a on good idea. electric bikes. Yeah, mm. maybe Mark was right. Maybe it was companies. Companies. Mm. Yeah, but companies again, like what just a fucking eat. boring suggestion. Like, ugh. yeah, companies like the eat the electronic <laughs> angle. <laughs> but also, what Go companies? I don't know what his job is, but I'm assuming his yeah. were electric. When he said vehicles, he meant controller. cars. Surely. Oh yeah. He's, He's not fucking riding up like the Terminator, though, is he, on his electric bike <laughs> with a shotgun on his back? <laughs> with the Top Gun leather jacket. That that what kind of business is giving anyone bi- like motorbikes? That's crazy. Is he? Are they in electric cars or something he meant? Like Teslas I think or he must have meant vans. electric cars or electric vans. Uh, yeah. Right, 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 right. Got it, um, got it. Well, he's a knob. <laughs> in some way. We hate you. <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, CAF E Racer didn't really make it off the ground anyway because it was immediately disposed of as soon as the sub team got <laughs> away. I, I don't think we've seen that before so quickly, right? Where they're no. just like, absolutely not, that's terrible. Bennett. I was trying on. to see, did you guys see what else, what other names were on the board before they <laughs> oh, came no, up I with Zips that. Up? No. There was what I only caught one and it was Pangea Pursuit. Ugh. Oh, what? Have we not had Pangea already again. in a, an apprentice task? I think that we think have. So. Yeah, they love to conjure the idea of a Pangea yeah. world. Was it someone? <laughs> na- someone put that forward as a team name, maybe one yeah, year. Yeah, that rings a faint bell. Tweet us in. Have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pangea pursuit. But anyway, we went with we got um we got zip zap another fucking alliteration. <laughs> Well, and also an onomatopoeia, a new enemy of the podcast, new onomatopoeia. <laughs> Does anybody here know what onomatopoeia means? Just raise your hand. Classic your dumb hands. guy that thinks he's being smart moment, that absolute hall of famer. Oh my God. He it actually means that it is a sound in the, in the words. <laughs> Honestly. Oh lord! Another great staff quote from Avi was when he was in the taxi and he said, "I feel like I don't know a Scooby Doo." Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, Avi oh must stay. Yeah. See Avi. I actually, I actually like the guy. I think about it. Me too. Oh, Big time. So I think he, when he put on that bucket hat, he went for it in a way that was was fun. People don't trust experts, and that's why they hated Kathy and they love Avi. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> not an expert by any means yeah. Um, but yeah so they went with Zip Zap which I mean mm. there's I, much to say I cannot believe that. that they just completely overruled the PM's decision <laughs> they had a meeting about it they could have raised it then to just go off yeah, absolutely. not say anything go off and then change it is like unprecedented no? I yeah. was thinking that I think there was two unprecedented things in this no tie. task um, huh? Bradley didn't wear a tie. <laughs> I've never in seen it. No, he didn't. Oh. He didn't have a tie on the whole time. I've never seen anyone ever oh. do that. Three, un- well, three unprecedented things. Wow. 
there was that. There was the dismissing of the name immediately, and there was someone in a pitch being like, "Actually, I have yeah. this other name," yeah. and they didn't want to go with it. They hate it. That was unbelievable. Ooh, no, that is a cardinal sin. You don't feel right. Apprentices, yeah. It? yeah. I don't know why, because I think it's fine. And he was embarrassed by how shit zips that was, <laughs> and I would have done the same. <laughs> When Bradley first saw Zip Zap <laughs> emerge on the screen, oh. <laughs> his face fell. Incredible. And what did he say to the team? He was like, okay, well, when did everyone decide to just disregard everything that I yeah. sent you with? The face was so good. <laughs> he was pissed off. It was a succession moment. I mean, I meant to go back no. and watch it back, but the way this unfolds chronologically when you're watching it, is Bradley does his little acting scene, which is funny that all the dialogue got cut, by the way. But he does this scene. But in the scene, he says, yeah, it's my zip zap. But then after that is when the name is revealed to him and he looks really shocked. Ooh. Unless I've got it really wrong. Yes, Stu. So they've no, shot it out of sequence. To me. And I couldn't, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? We know. Yes, because when they... F- That's such a good point. When he first said zip zap, I was like... He doesn't oh, know well, in the logic of the show. Him. He's not heard that name yet. Yeah. Stu, that's your editing brain on, you know what I mean? Your TV production head. But yes, I noticed that as well. That's so I was unacceptable. Like, I desperately want to see him yeah. respond mm. to Zip Zap. And he did, you know. And he did. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it was still great sense. when his face fell, but I think that's a crazy choice. Yeah. Someone must have fuck up, wasn't it? flagged that, surely. Wow. Do we want to talk about the design of the logo for Zip Zap then, Siobhan? Do you yeah, want to on you go, Siobhan. Over to Siobhan, my resident design expert. <laughs> Should I say Zip Zap? <laughs> or Ziza. Well, like we, ha- I'll be honest. So there were two very different styles this week, weren't there? Like we had mm. Soldier. We've not even talked about Soldier. The name Soldier. soldier. We'll get to Soldier. Which, Let's pop a pen in that. Like <laughs> fucking Mark. <laughs> okay, zips up. I mean, what is there to say? The 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 flags <laughs> on the P <laughs> was. I mean, I was speechless. Absolutely speechless. But I will say, if they're if they're targeting Gen Z, Gen Z love checkerboard. So is that right? Oh, I think checkerboard is very popular right now. So like that is not what they were thinking mm. when they picked that. Obviously, because nobody on the yeah. is smart enough to even know that. But <laughs> I was like, okay, if you're gonna just keep, if you're gonna do that. I can kind of see a Gen Z vibe there. The mm-hmm. the addition of the bike and the Holy two moly. lightning bolts. Lightning, lightning bolts. bolts. Seals you. That's a sign of good electricity is when there's lightning bolts. Yeah. Yes, that's absolutely. a good thing. That's how you know. <laughs> that's a positive. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It just oh kept God. getting busier and busier, didn't it? And I think Shazia was in charge. She kept adding things yeah. all the time. Shazia, you know? who's obviously never seen a logo in her fucking life, <laughs> because it, it was like she'd added about five different elements. Also, more, it kind of looked more. unfinished. It was like white with black outline. It looked like a sketch. Yeah. Like that, if you were in, if you were like fourteen years old and you had to design something. At school, you might do that. Yeah, it looks so amateur. That's exactly the vibe. That is exactly that was the vibe. The vibe. It um, should have been handed in in like a presentation folder, you know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. and a poly wallet. Zips. <laughs> yes. Its greatest crime was that it made the soldier one look halfway decent. This is right. what I want to talk about because there, there is something in Marnie saying we've got to keep it simple. There's something to that, and mm-hmm. and like yeah. it looked shit. Like it was. <laughs> Yes, but compared to Zip Zap, it Mm. actually looked halfway decent. And I think the reason that their campaign won is because it was all cohesive. You know, everything Mm. like it was the theme of shit. We wanted consistent. Yeah, and they did when they were designing Soldier. They were almost toying with adding on more wheels and like a saddle and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And she was kind of like, "No, it's too busy. The wheels look like balls or whatever. Like, get get them off." Which is a good idea. I hate to give praise to our most hated Mark as well, but he he was like, "I hate this. I hate the saddle. Get rid of it." And you're like, "Actually, yeah, good decision." (laughs) Because it was massive. It looked like the Soldier sign was wearing a beret at one point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So dear. Uh, but he had such a stinking attitude though, Mark. Like even when <sighs> he, he was making go. good points, he was 
He, he, he must. He must. Yeah. 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 He should yeah. be fired midweek, <laughs> off screen. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I, it, this yeah, the soldier thing that was like a what that was like an aerial narrow or something going on. I don't know what font that was. It was like the most basic font. Aerial yeah. narrow. Yes. Um, yeah, Reese was commenting that he thought that the the yellow slash was like safe driving or something. <laughs> I kind of got. I understood yeah. that. And I so it he, was a bit strange for. I the thought vibe, Reese did well this week. Know? Definitely, Reese did do well. Absolutely, but it was very, very funny when <laughs> they were talking about the ad and how they were going to make it like the girl sees the guy and he, like she comes down and whatever. And Victoria was like, "But well, we really need to get the message clear that it's a like an electronic motorbike." And then he was like, and then she can put on her cowboy boots and run down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Fully into cowboy boots, like not taking in anything. Reese is like, let's see more bare shoulder. Uh, yeah. okay. I run a theatre school, honey, not a motorbike school. Come on. <laughs> he was determined to get across the core romance of oh, the couple, honestly. wasn't he, in the ad? He did a lot better no, than the, like, for example, in the past when Curran did Jet Pop and he was like, you know, I've got a powerful vision and I'm going to be an auteur. He did, a, he, at least Reese's thing looked half decent. It was like a cohesive idea. It looked pretty, it Absolutely. looked fine. Yeah, it looked fine. It was yeah. much better than the other fucking Their cursed ad. cafe. Oh my god! I was I was just gonna say one of my favorite parts of the episode was the three bikers extras in the background of the cafe scene, like playing a pinball or something. I don't know if you noticed that, but that was so funny and so I think you should leave. Oh my god, I loved it. <laughs> well, that was that the ad where Bradley was just wheeling in the bike. Yeah, eventually it yes. looked like it was broken. Oh. Bradley's <laughs> performance was really giving Michael Owen in Dubai, which. <laughs> <laughs> My co-hosts will know well. Yeah, um, if you've never seen Michael Owen in, in Dubai, just look at what Please check it out. And, uh, it's really a seminal text. It is. As, as a reference point, pod. Michael Owen in Dubai is like the godfather to us. <laughs> Absolutely. It and is, we're going yeah. to Dubai next week on The Apprentice. And, so and I hope to see be, Michael I mean, Owen. Everyone, time to brush up on your Michael Owen in Dubai. Yeah, absolutely. Well done, he's 30. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Bradley's acting. Ooh. His acting was... <laughs> so funny when God they played loving. the back line, he was beaming from ear to ear, delighted with it. I know. And Danny had to be like, actually, I think it's actually shit, Brad, so we're just going to cut it out. <laughs> just dub over it or whatever. I felt bad for them because obviously uh, Kim K and Danny had this vision of like, that it was going to be like a woman riding the bike and no one would know that it was a woman and she'd take her helmet off and yeah. it'd be like... Yeah. so empowering to women and I'm like you know for an apprentice ad that probably would have been fine and then they got mm -hmm. landed with that fucking shit like they, they had no other way around it she couldn't ride a bike the girl sadly but, but I don't know why thing. did she not wheel it in uh, maybe she mm. didn't have a license to touch a bike <laughs> Yeah, they, it was almost like they'd been told they weren't allowed to ask her to do anything with the bike. It's a real empowering message. Women are only allowed to be within 10 feet of a bike. <laughs> the man has to handle it, okay? <laughs> well, that is basically what, um, whatever her name is, Megan, said about the other ad. Wasn't After Reese was talking about the cowboy boots, she was like, yeah, the message can kind of be like, take control of your bike and take control of your woman. Wow. And Victoria was like, you can't say that. You don't say that. You don't yeah. say that. I did like the thing of taking the helmet off, though, like the cliche of like in, a, in an American teen movie, the girl takes her glasses yeah. off and she's suddenly beautiful or something. Yeah, apprentice candidates will always reach for the, the nearest cliche. Absolutely. Always. It really sounded like a Lynx ad when they were just describing it. I was like, this is basically a Lynx ad. Yes. Hot biker it. girl. I felt slightly bad for Bradley getting cucked because they 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 cucked him big time on his on the name of his thing, oh. and then he's got Kim K and um, Danny who are like probably the two two of the strongest like women characters yeah. in it as well, and they've got this vision that they're both loving, and he's like he can basically either agree or he sounds like a bigot. Those those are your options. Enjoy. <laughs> it's like me yeah. on this pod when you two come out with something stupid. I just got to nod along. Oh. 
<laughs> I'm sure that never, never happens. Never happens. Unprecedented. The fourth unprecedented thing. <laughs> but so have we missed anything going back from the, the I felt bad for the actress, the curly haired Gen yeah. Z actress, you know. She did not have I, much I of a script to work with. No, she didn't. Yeah. Because at the end she just was like, okay, I think I will get a zip zap electric bike oh, or something. It was so hammy, <laughs> wasn't it? So wasn't hard it? To sell. Oh my God. Up against Bradley as well. That's what you're acting against. It's tough. I love it when they mix the candidates in with actors. That's always fun when they make an ad and it's like, oh, there's Abby. It's amazing. (laughs) At least they did get a girl that's like, she is of the age bracket that they were trying to get. Yeah. At least that had some thought about it, I suppose. Mm -hmm. It's funny that they missed that she couldn't ride a bike, even though it was the one word written underneath all the the, the pictures. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that was ominous wasn't it when they had those pictures and it was like actor writer actor writer like Mm -hmm. what are you gonna choose guys Mm -hmm. come on it's so simple you gotta choose a writer but no foreshadowing (laughs) yeah Uh, i wanted to talk about how soldier stole uh well kind of not stole but you know were inspired by friend of the pod Craig David's <laughs> like favorite saying, which is "eat clean, train dirty." Yep. <laughs> I did not know that was Craig's mm. saying. Oh wow! Yeah. Brilliant. Um, and what so does they, that mean? What does it mean? Okay, eat clean. I understand, but train dirty. Is he running outside in the mud, or what's he just yeah. going for it in the gym? No, getting tough. Build a sweat on us. He's shredded oh, to the point of sort of looking silly. I think. Yeah. He's too shredded. Really? Have you not seen him? He's, he's got like an eight pack. It's quite nuts. He's so lean, it's disgusting. What's well, that amazing story about Craig David giving someone celebrations or mm. something after shagging them? Was that like a real life yeah. tale that we'd heard person <laughs> yeah. to person? That was yeah, an exclusive was on the pod. Run, run us through it again, please. Yeah, old listeners will know this story, but um, new listeners, I heard the story from a <laughs> friend of the pod, Sally. <laughs> Uh, who told me that somebody that she knows, I, this is if I'm remembering correctly, someone she knows shagged Craig David and he was like great in bed and very, you know, a, a gentleman and like all that kind of stuff. And in the generous. morning, generous, in the morning he was like, <laughs> I've got to go to work, but if you you want you're very welcome to stay and hang out or I can call you an Uber and the person was like you can please call me an Uber and on her way out he had a bowl of celebrations at his door and he was like close your eyes and he put a little I put close your eyes put your hand out and he put a little pile of celebrations in her hand for the journey incredible that's brilliant so good yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't even put a number on the amount of people I've told that story to in my personal life by the way <laughs> yeah me too and if he gives them one celebration at per time, if the song's to be believed, that's four a week. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Absolutely. Fuck this. <laughs> Absolutely. My feeling yeah. about it as well is that they were so drained from the excellent love making with Craig David that he needed to raise their blood sugar levels. <laughs> I think it is that. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it's been prescribed by a GP, basically. What a great guy. Stunning, yeah. <laughs> what a time. Incredible. Aftercare. Really inspiring, inspiring stuff. Aftercare, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So why was it called Soldier, though? I don't know if we've cleared that up. I'd like to ask that again. <laughs> why? Well, I think they, Mario said something know? about it has like connotations of strength or something. It what almost makes say? me think maybe Marnie Swindles and the wretched Mark are, sh- are shaggers because she, her whole thing was like, I want it to be mm. sexy. First and foremost, what's sexier than a soldier? And Mark's sitting next to her, sort of, doing well, I'm here. I'm here, Marnie Swindles. Okay. I would okay, like to theory. touch on this because I, I understand your theory, but I have another potential shagger to Marnie. I am all ears. Hello. Go on. So, obviously, this is really skipping forward to the end. I love the phrase two, by task. the way. Shagger two, Marnie. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of the right way to phrase it. Um, really skipping forward to the end when they went ego karting. Um, oh, brilliant! There was a little bit of a flirty vibe between Sahail and Marnie. Uh, she was obviously driving very slowly, and then he was like, "You know, the speed limit's not two miles per hour." Yeah, great flirting opportunity. Mm, yeah, perfect. That's great. Perfect. So 
I'm they just should keeping have been my using the bumpers more. Like if you're flirting at a thing like that, you're like bumping a wee people. bit. Yeah, yeah exactly. like like what's that called when you're attached to the top? You're in a little car and you're it's got like a big stick and you're kind of attached to the top. Dodgems. A Ferris wheel. It's like a f- dodgems. Oh, dodge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. I'd say Marnie driving at two miles an hour is a bit of a neck, actually. Now I remember that. That's put me. Off, that's put me off her. You can't be wearing all has leather it? and then driving two miles an hour. I'm sorry. Pick a lane. Right. She turned up in all leather. For yeah. The what did you think of that cool. fashion corner? I liked it. I have that note. Yeah. I've yeah. got that noted in fashion corner. I liked um, it. I'll be honest. Siobhan, what did you think? Liked it. I, I. It's nice to nice to see something a little bit different, you know, from the candidates. God, yeah. We've had enough people, you know. Yeah. yeah. And no tie from Bradley is the male equivalent of that. That's the most radical thing a man can do fashion-wise <laughs> is not wear a tie on The Apprentice. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, there were some good outfits this week. Marnie's Marnie's pleather. Victoria had like a lime green. I like that. On, yeah, that was our director outfit. Um, yeah. lots of lot of coats over the shoulders this week as well. Mm. And and the big one for me was Karen uh, straightened her hair. Right, I yeah, noticed she's really that it was quite Britney Spears toxic era. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Um, this, the sub team where Shazia was running amok and it was a nice little tableau actually of Joe looked like he was on the verge of tears the whole time he did he well, was yeah. a man at the end of his tether and we've all been there and Simba was just pied out on a chair not giving a fuck which I loved <gasps> I gained reactions. a lot of respect for Simba this week he had shady eyes a lot of the time he was just like this is so unbelievably bad I can't even speak yeah you know, he was like he looked like he was prepared to get fired for it yeah you know I, mean? like, I don't care anymore it i'm just sitting on this chair and that's my role it and it was all very embarrassing joe as well absolutely rightly just just mortified out of his <laughs> skin you know just just like desperate to not be in the room <laughs> fair enough yeah it was rough wasn't it for rough for the lads this week in fairness mm. to the candidates which you know i don't like to be in general but you know their little uh, what do you call it a digital billboard that they were doing mm-hmm. and it was kind of the cake by the ocean vibes last series as well <laughs> when they were doing the bougie cruises i think it was mm. i don't understand how you could make a good one of them i know that looks like an impossible task yeah yeah you've got a green screen that looks so cursed Truly and you've got cursed. like three seconds to play with good luck yeah it's tough soldier decided they wanted to have everyone getting on the bike Lots of different people getting on the bike for one second. So it was just baffling. And then when they went to do the product testing or whatever in the shopping centre, everyone was like, no idea what this is for, <laughs> despite the feature of the motorbike. I really enjoyed it together. the way Marnie was like pretending to drive on the bike. She was like really doing like a rodeo sort of situation. Yeah, or Bucking like Bronco. Bucking Bronco <laughs> vibe. It was amazing. That's why she was so scared of the go-kart. She thought it was going to try and chuck her off. Sorry, just quickly, I loved the the really cliched rock and roll music that played underneath their one. The proper Sonic. dude's rock. Oh, so God. good. Yeah. The other team had Lil Nas X. I wonder how he feels about being incorporated into, <laughs> into this. It's amazing. <laughs> it is actually amazing to see what music they pick because obviously there's been some iconic ones in the past, like Highway to Hell was a great one. I mean, I'm loath um, to bring up Cake by the Ocean again 30 seconds after my last <laughs> reference, but... <laughs> I yeah I love to I love to really I feel like that's a real insight into their minds of like okay what are people going to really what music is going to really um encapsulate this vibe that we're going for exactly it's great yeah. I was going to say what did you think about um the tagline zip zap hit that throttle and go <laughs> <laughs> Didn't register it until now. That's wonderful, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one didn't get as Danny's many column work. inches as the old ride dirty, drive clean, or whatever it was. No. Yeah. I just think there were so many other problems with that one that you weren't bothered about the tagline. They had, yeah. um, I think the tagline on the actual thing was something like, zip, what, it was something absolutely, I wish I could written it down. Zip a zap or something. Nobody could get past the fact that it was like zip zaff and the checkered flags were were unreadable. Like you couldn't get to the tagline Tagline. for that. The one positive about uh, zigzag or zip zip zaff or zza is that it at no point looked like it said they wanted to kill children. 
That's the that's the one positive, the one saving grace. Ziza. They managed to veer away from that theme, that common <laughs> the theme, theme of, of child murder, <laughs> which does crop up, as we know. So they, what did you think about the presenting then? I was just going to say that it reminded me of that drama warm up game that we used to play. Was it zig zip zap? What was oh, it called? Yeah. That's the thing. Actors do zip zap zop. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zip zap zop. Yeah. That's all I thought about the whole time. Have to like pass it around. Actors. Unbearable. God. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Not for me. <laughs> Let's get on to pitches, please. Yes. Let's talk yeah. about pitches. I mean, <laughs> a truly a pitch for the ages. I love Bradley. it when Siobhan, when you get onto a new subject and your first comment, your opening regards are, I mean, it really does just say it all. <laughs> for a bunch of people who are supposed to be confident in business, not one of them is like keen to step up and speak. Like they mm. all know they're terrible at it, which is crazy. They weren't able to get behind the products in any way at all to the point as we've mentioned that Bradley just just was like right fuck it <laughs> I'm just gonna throw everyone under the <laughs> bus my sword. and he, he did say that it was all new to him right which I took to mean he's never pitched before in his life I mean Do you I think guess. he's like 20 or something he does look like, kind of young just, doesn't he um, yeah. little baby it's just a baby Bradley my highlight of the pitches <laughs> was when one of the motorbike experts in regards to a soldier's tagline of drive dirty, ride dirty, oh. drive clean, something like that. They were like, you've yeah. used a word that we don't normally word, eh, we don't normally use in our wording. And then <laughs> one of them looked confused and then Mark's like, because it's cars. That was his explanation. <laughs> and then in the further explanation, yeah. the motorcyclist said that motorbike riders don't like the word drive as if it's like, that's like a slur against petrol heads. It's to, to use the D apparently? word. Yeah. Oh my god. But so Mark wasn't right then. He wasn't right about the fact that it's to do with cars. No, no, he is right. But it's just, it's just so obvious that it made me laugh oh. that the other person didn't get it. And then right. the phrase yeah. "just because <laughs> it's cars" was just great. Just because it's cars. <laughs> just because it's cars. I love yeah. It. There was. Do you guys know any petrol heads out there? There was a lot of petrol heads thrown around here tonight. No, I've got no got petrol heads in my in life. The head biz? No. If any listeners out there are petrol heads, give us a shout. <laughs> Tell us about this life. I'm quite, I guess I was like petrol head adjacent when I was very into F1. Yeah, I was going to say you girls yes. love your F1. Yeah. I've fallen off the F1. We've fallen off. Have you dropped off? Yeah. Yeah. Dropped off. A wee but. bit. How's Ricardo getting on? Oh, Not good. Oh, really? I just thought yeah. he was a handsome lad with a that big was... nose. I didn't know something happened. He remains that way, but he's yeah. dry, his driving's terrible. I think right, he's okay. actually been demoted to spare driver at Red Bull oh, or something. You never want to be like hearing the word spare. Yeah. I, I think he's going to have a big... I think he's going to have a TV, a presenting career, to be honest with you. He's got like a... Totally agree. He's got the charm. It's not a conversation for Absolutely. now, but it is interesting when elite sports people <laughs> drop off, isn't it? Yeah. Why would he suddenly oh become God, shit at driving a car? You'd think that would be... I know. For as long as he's physically capable really... to... Mm-hmm. Difficult psychological thing, maybe yeah, you know. He's you got just the yips. Get, get the the yips, the X or whatever, and then it just fucking sticks with you. And I think with F one, not that this is not an F one podcast, but we've got into it now. <laughs> I think with F one, <laughs> a lot of it is about the cars because the cars change every season. True, true. More than yeah. so almost any other sport, to, it's getting to grips with the the new cars. But yeah, anyway, that's new. a conversation for another time. I want yeah. to talk but about. Listen, we had checkered flags. Come <laughs> on, why not? Let's... Yeah, it's kind of on, <laughs> on theme. I want to talk about <laughs> Avi saying, <laughs> "This is my favorite Avi staff line of the night," which was, "We totally bring on what you said on board." <laughs> <laughs> is it because of the poo? Is it because of the peas? Maybe. <laughs> He said Moby about eight times. He loved that. He's, re- he's read that book again about naming people. Is it because of the peas? Uh, have a think, Avi. Yeah, it's because of the peas, mate. The peas are flags, aren't they? Yeah, he kept, he kept saying their names exactly, yeah. And it I think it, it says so Ziza. Worse. Is it because of the peas? Yes. So good. Also, Why like didn't that. They fucking stop her from doing that, though. They, they, they were looking on in horror, but they let it happen. They were all staring you know? at the same screen. 
Anyone yeah. could have stopped that. <laughs> yeah. I like the guy just straight up saying that the name was dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> it's such, they come really crashing down to earth, don't they, when they go to pitches? Because I think they do build themselves up to like, okay, no, this is actually quite good and we can make this work. And then there's always just an expert being like, this is actually dog shit. <laughs> this fucking sucks, yeah. boys. And uh, <laughs> I think it was Danny that came out of, no, was it Danny? Someone came out of the pitch and they were like, that was terrible Danny. yeah Danny terrible. And which was great to hear because usually they just put a brave face like yeah, yeah it was alright like she was like that fucking sucked it was shit we were dog shit yeah. and to be fair to Avi I actually liked his response when, when the guy was like that is a dreadful name and he went in two footed and Avi was like he said something like he was like listen the name sticks in your head whether you want it to or not I actually genuinely <laughs> I thought that was a good response yeah yeah, it was better than being like, yeah, I hate it too and I wanted mm. something else. Because when Bradley said to the guy, I wanted cafe, whatever it is, cafe, the guy was like, well, that would have been better, but it's basically still rubbish. <laughs> yeah. You know, it wasn't yeah. like... Amazing. This <laughs> is amazing, yeah. Ugh. Brings us to the boardroom, really, I suppose. Yes, the boardroom. Boardroom. Yes. The only, the, written, <laughs> the only thing I've I have written, the only thing I've got notes. written is um, that Shazia, somebody, I think Sh- like Lord Allen was like, you said that you have a degree in media with this, like specially, we're specializing in advertising and you've made that load of rubbish. And she was like, well, I do hold myself accountable for that load of rubbish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Didn't save she her was skin, ready though. to go, wasn't she? she? Was. <laughs> yeah. She just looked defeated. There was no she defense was for her, eyed. Yeah, well, sorry, I don't think this was a good environment for Shazia, no. but also oh, God love her. she was rubbish. <laughs> yeah, she was indefensible, sadly. We'd all love to defend her, but um, sadly every single Wish thing she could. did was destructive in this task. Terrible. To the yeah. immense detriment of her team. Um, yeah. Quick run through the jokes. You got Alan Partridge's jumper, acne oh, cream, God. triumph, Sistine Chapel mm. roof, Sahil's belly button, and my most hated joke of the week, Friends Reunited. So... Those are Runter oh. Sugar's punchlines. Friends reunited. That was that is like twenty five years old. I know, and I don't believe that he knows what it is either. <laughs> no, and he read that one. He read it so badly. L- he laboured over it. Oh god, god. bad, bad, Painful, bad stuff. But they still have to sit around and be like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> what did you think of um, Karen Kar- uh, Karang's little joke when? He was, oh, Lord was asking about Gen Z. Yeah. She did, didn't she? Gen A. And then he She's tried like, to do a little Gen topper a. with Gen A minus, which I didn't care for, to be honest. Let Karen have a moment. No. Didn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't like that Karen crushed it on his terms. Because she's genuinely improvising to a real moment where mm. he's <laughs> drafting them on his fucking notepad beforehand. Yeah. Karen actually, to give her a joke, she actually has got, she's got a laugh in her, Karen. She actually can mm, be quite witty sometimes. Yeah. She picks yeah. her moments. She does it like once a year, but... <laughs> yeah, she slays once. That's a cool way to that do it. That is cool. One and done. You're out. <laughs> My highlight of the boardroom was when Avi watched the other team's video. He fucking loved it. <laughs> he was he was impressed by their cool dude <laughs> motorbike vibe. Oh, I love that. They appealed to the wee guy. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> Because Avi's got so pure funny. wee guy energy. He, yeah, massively. <laughs> and he a was loving opposite it. A pure of spirit. <laughs> the, a real opposite vibe of Lord Allen when he was watching the Zip Zap ad and he was just like, I've never seen someone look more bemused <laughs> in their entire life. Like his face. God, bless him. Oh, Another joke, I suppose, once they came back into the, the boardroom was he said, and this was fucking terrible, uh, he said something like, it, it was like watching the mother-in-law drive the Ferrari off the cliff. That's not a phrase. What is that about? Why is, is your mother-in-law in a Ferrari? From... Yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> is it? Because he said, I've been in advertising for so long. This is really my thing, advertising, even though it, it really isn't, Alan. Whatever mm. the fuck. Your thing is being doing, on The Apprentice, to be fair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He had those old computers at one point, you know <laughs> what I mean? But... I'm I don't think he's like the ad king. Yeah. And then he tacked on it? a diabolical at the end as well, just for you, Gemma. Yeah, he oh. did for you. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. 
invoking El Diablo, <laughs> the devil himself. So yeah, not too much to say about the boardroom, I don't think. It was a really nailed on fire and I thought this week. I don't even yeah. think they tried to make it that. Yeah. That uh They could have gotten rid of all three of them though, Brad and and the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Just Sugar tied yeah. himself up in knots a little bit, but the the key phrase he used when he was fine was, "But it is sad for me to say, I'm struggling." He's always he always ends up saying shit like, that. "You're not struggling. What are you talking about?" And if you were, it wouldn't be sad. Yeah, that was he was taking us down a path. He was there. trying. He thought that was the firing, and then he brings it back. They lingered on Bradley for ages, but yeah, great. Absolutely. They great then app. went back to the house, of course, and. I guess <laughs> I hate to bring it back to Abby being like staff again, but <laughs> did you see how he re-entered the house? Yes, it was he incredible. Had the, he had the lapels of his jacket like that and he flapped them like that as he came in. Yes! I'm so glad he's still there. Sort of body still popping there, into the obviously. room with his jacket. It was fucking sensational. <laughs> really great energy. Really That's what fun. we need him. He's... <laughs> <laughs> and they were happy to see him. Yeah. I got a message from a uh, cherished listener, Craig, as well, to say that he uh, Reese watching Bradley in the advert is giving broke back boardroom. So <laughs> there's obviously still still some potential. Well Reese did go up to Bradley when he came back, but Bradley was kind of getting dwarfed a little by there was like two or three other people around, so it was hard to tell. But he looked delighted mm, to have him yeah, back. But the melee. We'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, we will. Did you spot any other any other closeness in the house? I was looking, but it was a lot of... I feel like all my suspected shaggers were sitting apart from each other. So Yeah, they were trying to throw us off yeah. this week, I agree. You know. I think Reese is really in with all the girlies. Like, he's always yes. cuddled up with a girly with, like, a little... His jump around his neck and stuff, and he's been gossiping, like, hanging with the gals. Yeah, which is nice Absolutely. for him, but it's no use for us. <laughs> exactly. It's a red herring. Yeah, come, come on, on Reese. Come on, brother. <laughs> Throw us a line, throw us something. <laughs> but he's obviously well liked, yes. which is good to that see good for to a see. Scottish representative. Yeah, fair and well. We love to see it. No, I was happy with how he did this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, I think he's. I think he did well. Because a bit like when he uh, shot the sheets before, when it was kind of slightly in his wheelhouse, the fact that it was like a theatrical thing and he was directing, and he did a good job. That's that's a good sign. Definitely. Yeah. But it was a classic apprentice thing, though, wasn't it? That he was like, people are throwing around Scorsese, but I prefer Spielberg. <laughs> Once again, Spielberg gets like the ultimate shout out. He's every apprentice candidate's favored director, as we know. Absolutely. Once a season, crazy, someone says that they are Spielberg. You know, when you get like big, it's usually <laughs> football happen. teams, and it'll say like Miller Light is the official beer partner of Manchester United or something like that. <laughs> Steven Spielberg is the official yeah. film director of The Apprentice Candidates. Absolutely. They love him. To a, to a man, each and every one <laughs> dreams of being their hero, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Any more comments oh, from anyone gosh. about this week's episode? I enjoyed it a lot, basically. I loved it. It, was a lot just, of fun. it was just a mad chuckle. Bit of a mad chuckle. <laughs> a mad, mad chuckle. It was definitely crazy. Do crazy. Uh, next so week, good. of course, we're going to Dubai or Dubai, yes. as Lord Sugar called it. <laughs> that was exciting. That oh. was an amazing trailer. Wow, wow, wow. I'm rubbing my hands together at the sight of those camels. Yep. Oh my God, jet skis, camels. And then there was this the bit of the teaser that I was really interested in was this thing where I think Simba only has two glasses of water per person in a <laughs> desert situation. Yes. That's what you want. Because it's rare I on The Apprentice so. where they have the chance to kill the people that they're um, <laughs> serving. So we'll keep a close eye on that. Yes, we'll be keeping a close eye. They do sometimes cook for them and stuff, but not in temperatures that <laughs> are perilous. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's usually so just on a train in England, isn't it? Or something like that. Right. We've also got yeah. bonus hairnets next week. Hairnets on a mm-hmm. boat by the looks of things because they were sort of looking like they were going to be sick from the motion of the Incredible. boat. So I think it's highly promising next week. And although they do those experiences, it's something kind of new because it's a new place. It's great. Did you either of you watch the do- the thing that was on the BBC that was about like 
the inside behind the scenes on Dubai like what's Dubai really like type thing did you see it no. I don't need to no. see it because Tell I've me. seen Michael Owen in Dubai <laughs> yeah you've seen Michael Owen basically I imagine yeah. the whole documentary was shot in that helicopter <laughs> no what's the chat G with Dubai well just I guess that it's there, there's a lot of like rebranding of Dubai going on through TV shows like sports washing, but like TV washing or something, because there's a real housewives of Dubai now as well. And they have all these kind of culture ambassadors and stuff like that who have a lot of connections with the BBC and sort of framing Dubai as this, you know, to sort of travel destination, great place for business, all that sort of stuff. So mm. we'll be interesting to see if this thing next week is kind of like really pro Dubai. Yeah, as a, that was what my hunch was. I wanted to ask you about that actually. So I'm glad you um you've got some intel on it because it's not quite like mm. I don't know the World Cup or whatever. But it's, I know they have obscene wealth over there, but I wasn't sure how above board everything yeah. is. Yeah, well, exactly. It's a brand new city from like. It was basically built in the last 20 years or something, wasn't it? And it's all new money and oil money and stuff like that. And I think like the World Cup, the temperatures are unbelievably (laughs) high, you know, very, very difficult to just chill out. There's also like quite a lot of British people who go over to Dubai and like teach and stuff like that. But there's lots of restrictions around like gay people and drinking and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, will be interesting to see if The Apprentice is sort of, we won't hear about any of those issues next week. Guarantee it. No. Definitely, definitely not. not. Definitely not. No. What came out first, by the <laughs> way? Dubai, the country, or Friends Reunited? Genuine question. <laughs> Maybe Friends Reunited. <laughs> I actually think it could be. <laughs> yeah. He's going to do jokes next week that predate the country that the episode was filmed in. Look forward to that. <laughs> definitely. I actually thought the Alan Partridge reference was pretty modern for... Sugar, yeah, he's still it's going. like usually only fools and horses and <laughs> the f- faulty towers. Basically, those are two staples. Yeah, Partridge so, yeah, was course, snubbed in the hard. cartoon of the the hundred years years of Friends of Alan <laughs> skit that we saw a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a lot. They couldn't get Coogan for the voiceover. <laughs> no, no way. You know, uh, a lot to enjoy in that episode, and it looks like yes, there's going to be a lot to enjoy wonderful. next week. Um, We're getting into it now. Yeah, we're getting there, aren't we? I almost know everyone's names now, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling good getting about there. it. Enjoying them. Who's your winner at this point, guys? Do you want to pick a pick a fave? Danny's my fave. Danny. I wish if I was ta- put actual money on this, I would need to sit down and see what everyone's businesses are. But on vibes only, mm. yeah. I would say <laughs> maybe the girl with the dark hair, whose name I don't know. Megan. Yeah. She's sweet oh. though. She's sweet. sweet. Sweets don't stand a chance. So I'm going to change to Marnie Swindles. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, both good. Both good. I'm trying to think if there's any good boys at all. Maybe Reese. I'll go for Reese. Oh, just bless. for hometown boy. For a wee yeah, interest. <laughs> Reese, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Hmm. He's got something about him, you know. I mean, just having a bit of performing experience is just nice to see. <laughs> you know, Someone just not scared of the camera. Right, just off you go. Say something convincing. I just need that. <laughs> you know? I could see him getting to interviews, actually. I'd love it. Yeah. It's early days, but, you know. Shall we come on to plugs? Let's yes. do it. Dr. Gemma Flynn, would you like to plug first? Yes, I'll keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid, or whatever, as they say. <laughs> Didn't demand any harm this week. I've, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got a, a bunch of things coming over the next month or two, so I'm just going to do them one at a time on this pod to, see, to save everyone's brains. But basically, this one I'm going to plug is the Vision Board uh, event coming up on the 17th of February. Myself, Stu, and John. Tickets still available. Few tickets still available getting through the Glasgow Zine Library website and this is going to be a, a an intimate uh, and enjoyable sort of uh, alternative comedy night, basically. So yeah, that's I'm just going to stick with that this week and pass it on Classy. to either one of you. Who, who wants to go ahead? Shoot, and then we'll go to Traditionally, Siobhan headlines with Cinema Corner, yeah. <laughs> love that, love Happy that. Happy to seed, yeah. but... Um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes, I echo Gemma's plug. I'm very much looking forward to that gig. And yeah, limited tickets left. 
Uh, I'm doing a show, uh, doing my last year's Fringe show at the Glasgow Comedy Festival, and which is sold out, but I've put on an extra date on Tuesday the 21st of March at 7pm at the Stand Comedy Club in Glasgow, so you can come to that. Or a work in progress uh, show at Monkey Bar Comedy in Edinburgh on Friday the 14th of April. Um, and you can listen to my other podcasts, Some Laugh and What's the Script. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Siobhan, Cinema Corner. <laughs> well, before before we get on to Cinema Corner, Movie Corner, I'd like to um, give a shout out to Glasgow Zine Library. We are we've just launched a fun a crowdfunder because we're moving to a bigger space and we are crowdfunding to make it wheelchair accessible. So you can find all the information on our socials as well as all the information about Vision Board and Gemma's upcoming events whenever they're announced um, <laughs> they are upcoming Donate. they are upcoming we, we are friends friends of the show Glasgow Zine Library yeah god bless um, incredible and it also means that Vision Board will have a bigger home hopefully so mm. yeah you can find all the information on our Instagram and Twitter which is at Glasgow Zine Lib um, not sponsored just you know just vibes official um, Zine Library be- of can I just say a podcast <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> movie corner. Yes. Let's get into yes. movie corner. So this week I watched a I watched a film by Alfred Hitchcock. Mm. Ooh, He's no Spielberg. Right from 1938. <laughs> uh, called The Lady Vanishes. Highly recommend. I gave it four and a half stars. Um, just a classic. <laughs> it's a mystery on a train. I mean, it's great. Would recommend. That does sound good. Classic. Um, yeah, really, really good. Also watched um, Smile, which was a two star for me. Uh, horror <laughs> film from twenty twenty two. It was fine. Um, and I also watched A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which I don't know if any of either of you have seen. I've heard of it, but Iranian. <laughs> Iranian vampire movie from 2014. Truly the most, like, Stu will appreciate this, the most unnerving thing about it is that they play the whole of Death by White Lies, which is a song I haven't heard since 2009, in in this film. Rare to hear any song in its entirety in a movie. Absolutely. And especially in the case of White Lies from when I was a teenager. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. them, that's my movie Lovely. roundup, guys. Can I add a movie? Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah, gee. I went to the GFT this week to see All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. I also uh, saw this. About... You saw All the Beauty and the Bloodshed? Yeah. But you didn't include it on Cinema Corner? Well, I feel like <laughs> I, I could go on forever. Snubbed. But, you know. Oscar's snub. <laughs> it was a four and a half but star But that was me. a... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a bit, it's very intense, but but I, I liked it a lot. But I also, when I saw it at the GFT, there was a drunk guy sitting behind me who was like unbuckling his belt ominously, you know, quite mm, a lot. And I don't like, like that coming one close to us and, no, and like dropping bottles. And it oh, was, God. The, the movie itself is quite a lot about the AIDS crisis. So it's just a very intense That's a wild vibe. Very wild vibe. I had to stay up until six in the morning, just like doing deep breathing. Honestly, because I was like, "Wow, I am, I am feeling feelings right now." Wow. But yes. that's what cinema is all about, isn't it? I mean, Absolutely. just really taking you on that's that journey. That's why Scorsese but wants you not to watch it. it on your phone. It's reasons like that. Honest to God, I, me and my partner, unnamed Shagger, we came out of the experience being like, "Fuck Christopher Nolan and all these idiots <laughs> who are like, you have to go to the cinema." Fuck that. Watch it at home. Who cares? Honestly, <laughs> like it's a wild ride. But you're you're near the GFT Stu, aren't you? Do I you am. pop down there quite a lot? I try and show face there when I can. Although I went to see After Sun on Sunday mm-hmm. with Paul Mescal. Well, he's in it. I can't remember the name of the director. Thoughts? Can you? Um, Charlotte Wells. Charlotte Wells film. Um, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. It was cool. But I don't want to give my review. I want to give a review I overheard on the way out of the cinema. Is that okay? Please. I don't know if that's in the spirit of Movie Corner. I liked it. If you don't know the movie, it's the story of a a single father and his young daughter, their relationship, and they go on a holiday. And as I was coming out of the cinema, I went on my own and I was just coming out of the cinema and there was a couple and the girl was sparking up a fag and she she fucking hated the movie. And she went, uh, she was like, 
What was the point of that? I didn't. What was the point of any of that? I could have just stayed at home and thought about fam- uh, holidays I went on with my dad when I was wee. What was the point of that? And <laughs> it just made me think. I'd love to hear her review of oh other movies. God. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I could have just stayed at home and pictured a planet with apes in it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I could have just pictured an ogre in a swamp with a wee donkey. So I think it's she would hit all her. cinema. And fair, it's more really power to her. Yeah. You know? Proof that the greatest theater is in your mind. Yeah, yeah just think your imagination is a gift. You should use it. Mm-hmm. Save ten pounds. <laughs> yeah. So in the cost of living crisis, come on. I know. Yeah, yeah. Just think imagine the heating's on. Come on, <laughs> Stu. You um, you're on Letterboxd, aren't you? I am. I'm not very active on that though. I've kind of fallen. Well, you've off. only seen Mike Bassett, England manager, and after something so far this year. So <laughs> I was thinking a good bit for you would be movie corner, but every week you've just rewatched Mike Bassett, England manager. <laughs> I don't know what else I've watched. I watched that George Harrison documentary, the Scorsese one. No, oh. pretty good. Another Scorsese. It's like four hours long though. Stuff. There's Movie good Corner. Stuff. Sorry for piggybacking yes. off Movie Corner. I know that's your thing. No, I fun. love it. I, lo- I I'm I'm trying to get Movie Corner to be half the pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's just happening slowly. I'm fine with it. Half Formula One, half movies. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll just say and Team Apex won The Apprentice this week to anyone that follows <laughs> follows that yeah God, one oh of them is called God. Apex aren't they? Apex what and the other Affinity called? Affinity yes because I thought it was Infinity yeah. here we are Incredible Dubai stuff. next week I'm looking forward to it pumped for it it's going to be Can't great wait and remember if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter you must follow Oh, three. three. There Thank we go. You. Thank you so <laughs> much, girls. Nice to see you as always. Lovely to see, see you both. Week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a lovely Bye. week. Take care. Bye.